what's up guys like i am i'm recording from a very badly air-conditioned room literally going hakim but to the next level <laughs> i i'm not even wearing any pants or a shirt nice. i have my chain my watch <laughs> my my ring off i'm literally in the nude in my most vulnerable baby looking <laughs> mode for uh for you listeners beautiful so, boys so, so you should everybody should be very very happy that uh podcasts are uh in audio form because uh, <laughs> a lot of lunches that people are having while listening this right now would have been ruined if you saw me in the state i am in today <laughs> i have spent around 12 hours i think walking through a beautiful monasteries perched up on top of uh, these magnificent rock formations in uh, greece that are called uh, meteora like meteor but it doesn't exactly mean meteor even though the like meteor like in the, the english language even though it kind of resembles it as if like meteors fell and then these badass uh, monks were like okay we're gonna build massive monasteries on top of these i had the privilege of checking three out and it's uh, extre an extremely beautiful uh, experience of you know getting in touch with uh, the, the local culture etc etc but also the motherfucking the monks being monks are masochistic as hell and everything is an expression of their love uh, to uh, uh, to God so they everything is like extremely steep extremely <laughs> long uh, staircases that take like 20 30 minutes uh, uh, to climb and uh, you guys know uh, you know based on the stories I tell you about my lifestyle I'm not exactly the fucking <laughs> hiking material if you know what I mean uh, <laughs> but out of the large group I was in for some reason uh, I was uh, I was arguably being the fastest but yeah it's it's, wow. it's, it's, it's been really good and uh, the beer and the food here is absolutely fucking wild just for some reason uh, Greeks have figured out like beautiful art and philosophy but not air conditioning systems because this fucking thing <laughs> is louder than my car and yet the room uh, like I think the room is sweating like the walls have water on it it's sweating, and it's, wow. it's a decent <laughs> restaurant I don't understand what the fuck yeah. is going on but the communist in me doesn't allow me to go and scream at the people in the lobby about oh my room sucks so you know it's uh, I, I, I gotta eat shit mm. for a while but you know uh, it's, it's okay. I can live with it. So are these monks the, do they, are they wine monks? Are they beer monks? Or are they just, you know, regular monks that don't do alcohol? Uh, it, 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 it's an interesting question because in some of the monasteries, they did see like a lot of grapes being uh, kept, but in most of them being uh, full on Greeks, it's, uh, you know, olives, 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 fucking olives, absolutely everywhere. <laughs> it's surreal. It looks like you're in, I mean, I've been in Greece plenty of times before, but because olives look this particular way and they're very short, it looks like you're, you know, you, you became a giant and you went to a planet of midgets, which kind of when you come from, uh, central, uh, uh, Central Balkan, and you go south to uh, to the uh, to the Greeks. So you do feel like you're in the land of very short people. Because wait they're, a second, they're tiny. Wait, yeah. I just I just had an epiphany. So yeah. they grow olives at these monasteries, right? Do they do they press them into olive oil? Is that where extra virgin olive oil comes from? Because they're monks. Because they're extra virgin. Oh my god. Because they're extra virgin. <laughs> you are a demon. You are a spawn oh of Satan himself. <laughs> I don't you should be made into that was very good. That <laughs> Look, was very I good. think they I think I, I think you need to have a lot more Twitch streamers working on the pressing for that to be. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We have a solution for uh, why nobody wants to be a monk uh, anymore. We can save 
the world from Twitch streamers and we can get uh, people that dedicate mm. themselves to a higher purpose, whatever your opinion of that higher purpose is. So it's it's a it's a win win. Uh, what what I'm saying when when we take over. We don't call them gulags. We call them monasteries. <laughs> and that's where <laughs> and we, we put the streamers. We ship them all, all the streamers go. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. Inshallah. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is a solemn promise that we make to you guys. It's one of our Patreon goals. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, but, but the, oh, the, the virgin, the, yeah. the, the virgin. I mean, yes, the virgin olive oil is gonna like be super messed up and super stinky and super nasty. Because have you seen what most Twitch streamers bloody look like? Like these people don't exactly yeah. shower a lot. Yeah, Imagine Jesus, if those yeah. feet have to step on mm. top of the <laughs> shit that you put on your on your feta cheese in the morning. I mean, <laughs> oh god, no, <laughs> dude, I like feta. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Oh man. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you had a little like, vacation. Uh, it, it, <laughs> glad that... Okay, so in, in Texas, I can guess what the answer is, but still t- tell it to me. Like in Greece, people drive like absolutely insanely. Not as insane as in Italy, but it's pretty all over. Like there's no rules. There's basically no rules. Uh, how is it in, how's traffic in good old Texas and then in uh, good old Iraq? And especially between the different cities because you <laughs> lived probably in like 20 different spots. You fucking CIA yeah. agent motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well in texas it's uh we do have strict rules of the road but a lot of times people don't follow them like a, the other day i saw a dude in a big lifted pickup truck drive across the uh like there's a median a big grassy hill median between like the access road to the highway and the highway so the dude climbs up the access road grassy hill from the access road onto the highway and just goes, you know, goes about his merry way. But which to is avoid very traffic illegal. or to change his path? Change his direction? Uh, it wasn't that busy. It was just he was he was continuing along the same uh, direction. Like he was going north and both directions. It's just he wanted to avoid the stoplight, I think. Which, you know what? I mean, respect, fine, whatever. <laughs> if you've got he, the vehicle Balkan. to do it. <laughs> one million percent. Yeah. One million percent. Yeah. Every day. Every fucking yeah. day. Especially <laughs> dudes in G classes. Like, Waiting for for traffic, fuck no! Like literally over the yeah. park, man. That, I mean, that's usually how it goes here. It's the the people with the expensive cars or the big cars. They they have their own rules. But yeah, I had two people come into oncoming traffic to like turn more quickly uh, the other day. It was ridiculous. But yeah, Jeez. Texas is still kind of the wild west on the highway. If if there are eight lanes, you can you can guarantee someone's doing something stupid in one of those lanes. Yeah, weren't you guys riding horses up until like five years ago? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, if I said this about any other country, Jesus fucking Christ! So you know, I'm I'm saying massive respect to Americans for being able to take a joke. It's it's, but imagine like <laughs> imagine if I said the same thing to Hakim and camels. You, imagine if I said that or him to me with horses. Hey, Jesus I'd be, fucking Christ, dude! I'd be okay with it. Yeah, Come on, you know, <laughs> give, give me. You know, but you you visit Berlin and you meet a guy and uh, yeah. he's like, "Where are you from, Iraq?" And he uh, and you know don't know this guy and then he tells you what do you guys still ride camels over there yeah the reaction will be very different or if you're talking to that same german you're like hey you guys were were riding hitler's until five years ago (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) stupid (laughs) who are you to tell me this oh 
it's it's fantastic. With the Germans, like a German can't win a single argument ever. I think because I will always just bring up the you guys were just Nazis. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like it's similar with uh, with uh, life standards in the U.S. You just bring up school shooting, and it's like Oof. okay, yeah, <laughs> like beat me now, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, but Hakim, driving driving in uh, good old Iraq, how is it? Driving uh, the camel. There's the, the, <laughs> exactly right. Oh, the the camels, the, the camels they spit, so you got to be careful. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, the the traffic lights are suggestions nice. here. That's kind of the 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 end on be all of it. Surprisingly, though, you don't see that many accidents. It's the weirdest fucking thing. People drive drive like maniacs. Okay, I'll actually tell you the worst part about it, and this is maybe a personal opinion. Um, and it goes for many third world countries. I wouldn't be surprised if in the Balkans it's the same. You got Nick, but people honk. All the fucking time, <laughs> especially if you're like if you're on an any sort of main road, you will never have a like a second of respite. You will hear nothing but fucking. <laughs> I, I, I've never understood, but the thing is, it's like you're in static traffic and it's a red oh, light. God, why yeah. are you fucking? Be- why are you beeping? <laughs> you Nobody's gonna lights. go. Okay. Yes, they don't give a shit. It's the worst. I, I we don't have as much beeping, but usually you know when somebody fucks up. The, the guy who's behind him, who saw him fuck up, will quickly drive up to him, lower his window, and then either flip him off or do the, the usual, you know, when you uh, spin your hand like yeah, 360 yeah, yeah. really quickly. Like, are you fucking insane, you piece of fucking shit? And then, you know, say something <laughs> you know, extremely big. At the, the towards, uh, either their gender or what they look like or how heavy they are or something. You you got to catch <laughs> or what something. Ethnic or like background do you think are. they're from? I heard the guy, I heard the guy call an like my God, like could like uh, an elderly gentleman couldn't park his car, so he blocked the street. He finally parks the car, and a dude behind him <laughs> in, in a Mercedes stops up next to him. And I'm a passenger. I'm like a walking right next to him. He lowers his thing, and he tells the grandma, uh, the grandpa, sorry, learn how to drive, you fucking vampire. You've been on this planet long enough. <laughs> Calling old people vampires, <laughs> dude. Oh, I never even thought of that fucking th- that's brilliant like it's very fucked up oh my but god it's a vampire <laughs> it just sticks all the boxes how they look like how they're very ancient okay i'm being an asshole sorry yes no i was just gonna say my, my favorite part it, this is like it is a minor point of racism with iraqis but it, it's funny i don't condone it but i'll just i'll, I'll pass along the information uh, whenever anybody's doing anything stupid in iraq and this goes for like in every sp- sphere of life for some reason people will refer to you as kurdish <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so if a guy does not have the parallel park or something, some people will drive by and be like, "What the fuck are you, Kurdish?" <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Oh, oh, oh my god! If you remember that JT? If I mean, this doesn't happen, but still, I'll imagine it happens because you know Hakim is absolutely perfect in every way. Of course, way. literally a god's oh, child. But uh, <laughs> uh, if he ever fucks up in any way, we should just tell him, "Dude, are, why are you acting so fucking Kurdish today?" <laughs> <laughs> and he will get it. Oh fuck! Oh, oh lord! Absolutely wild. For like, we have an, an unexplainable one here. Like, it's genuinely unexplainable mm-hmm. in the region of ex-Yugoslavia, uh, because it would make sense if it's about a people that's like nearby. Yeah. But when somebody's acting up, especially if a child is acting up and like <laughs> uh, doing stupid things, like breaking things, throwing things, for some reason, parents say, "Stop acting like a Native American." <laughs> Like, what? How are the Balkans connected to Native Americans? Like, I don't even, I, like, I can't even begin to, to think about it. Actually, I should research it. It would make actually kind of a funny video, I think. My like, guess is American Balkans, films. Yeah. American 
most yeah, most yeah, likely. 99%. Yeah. But you can, the number of times I've been just called, you stupid motherfucker, stop acting like a Native American as a fucking five-year-old. Jesus you can, Christ. You cannot imagine. It's, it's, a, it's a super messed up. But it's... No, I was just going to say, you guys have that fucking, the, the Yugo Westerns uh, from, from the fucking 60s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we should do that. We should, what, they just do a marathon of like three of them oh, or something, yeah. just for the memes. Um, but yeah, may, but we'll have it for the Patreon. Patreon. I was going to say, um, moving on from, from all that lo- lovely, uh, slightly racist information we imparted on the audience. Um, yesterday, I came back from work. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to fucking chill. I just wanted to be on my computer, watch a YouTube video or two, and then go to go to bed. Um, and I have like a little lamp uh, in my uh, like on my nightstand, and I turn it on, and it's like it's flickering. It's doing weird shit. I'm like, what the fuck? This, Scary. This thing's fucking brand new. Why is it doing this? Haunted. Um, anyways, demons. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's the assumption. And then it just fucking goes out. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I bought you like two months ago, but fine, <laughs> fuck. All right, sure. Um, fine, whatever. Goes right, off so on a rant about, on. uh, what, what was the word for it? Uh, the, the, when the products break down quicker, so they want Oh, planned yeah. obsolescence. Yeah, yeah. Planned, planned obsolescence. Yeah. Hakim yeah. goes on a yeah. rant towards himself in the mirror about planned obsolescence <laughs> for like two hours after that happened. I, I, I was, I was muttering shit underneath my breath. I was like, fuck, believe this. <laughs> He's like, I can't want fucking, fucking, fucking Kurdish lamps, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Anyways, I go to turn out the fucking light in my room, the headlight, uh, and that one doesn't fucking work either. <laughs> so I just, I sit there in the dark like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> and I'm just still doing it. I'm doing it now. <laughs> if somebody was going to walk into this room, they're just going to see me in pitch darkness, shirtless, with the fucking, the white background of the Google Doc fucking lighting me up. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Talking about oh, the weirdest shit into a fucking microphone <laughs> in English in the middle of Iraq. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to the second installment of arguably the most original online <laughs> politics show out there. Send nudes. I mean I mean news. <laughs> where we do just that. Uh go over the news. Uh yeah, mind blowing. Uh, I know. Uh this incredibly ingenious type of content would not be possible without the generous support of our Patreons over at patreon.com slash the program pod. Uh in case you want to support this podcast going forward and remaining as independent as possible, please consider giving a donation. It is not only very appreciated, but it helps us build this beautiful internationalist project that we have going on right here. So to start off an episode on sending news, uh, without further ado, let's get rolling. So there's no better news story to start out with than the big C, the Cheeto to beat all Cheetos. President overlord <laughs> Trunk Master Donald Trump himself had his residence raided this month by our employer over here at the DD program, uh, the FBI. <laughs> now for the American Trumpian far right, a leftist organization built up to destroy what little traditionalist dignity the country has left. The now called CBI, Communist Bureau of Investigation, searching for 
for documentation which should uh, no longer be in his possession after he had left the White House. Uh, this is arguably the first time something like this has happened in the U.S. history, and the operation was a final step of sorts after trying to get uh, potentially classified documents back from Trump uh, the moment he left office. I mean, this dude apparently, uh, when he had to leave the White House, took 15 boxes full of documents and transported it to this specific residence. And after a bit of struggle with the CBI, he ended up returning uh, most of it. So in essence, the raid was issued, uh, at least that's what's claimed, under the pretext of checking if there's any documents left there that he didn't send over. And uh, I have so many questions, I don't even know where to begin, but uh, I'll just start out with a few and nobody has to answer this but like all this <laughs> documentation is on physical paper still <laughs> like 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 we, we were still doing that oh and and i know somebody's gonna say you know it's uh, for security purposes uh well smart ass that obviously doesn't work as we can see because a guy can just take 15 <laughs> boxes of it and secondly why would you actually keep shit like this in an official home you own mm. in your own personal safe like like there's five million better fucking hiding spots for world changing uh documentation like that and finally uh sure you <laughs> gt's can... files were in there <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what they're looking after that's what they're looking for and, and again people might call me stupid for even asking this but okay you might find the original copies but Listen, FBI, because I know you are. What if he, I don't know, fucking copied them? <laughs> yeah, he fucking Xeroxed them and sent them over to fucking <laughs> Columbia or some shit. God knows what the, like, the, you know, the funniest thing about this, by the way, is that he wasn't in, in Florida. It was his uh, house in Florida, which, by the way, looks like a fucking, it looks like Disney, Disney yeah. World or some shit. It's such an ugly place. Um, uh, they waited until he was in New York. And then they raided. I think this is the first instance of the police not breaking into somebody's <laughs> fucking home and accidentally, accidentally, yeah. quote unquote, Marking accidentally them. shooting them <laughs> in their bed. <laughs> well, yeah, so, this, so they did him that courtesy at least. Um, but also, I wonder what kind of a like what kind of a vibe was that? Was it like you know were they all like SWAT teams and fucking like semi-automatic rifles? Go go go! I'm imagining you know, it like was the, it like just like the Soviet realist paintings of the like the comrade soldiers like standing in awe of the of the, of the palace <laughs> in the Winter Palace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> winter Palace. Just fucking looking. <laughs> you see the golden toilet in the back. <laughs> Oh, fuck. But compared to the communists oh, in the Bolshevik Revolution, the FBI agents are like, I'm gonna own this one day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Not like Christ. this shit is disgusting. Yeah. It's it's not. There was a few photo shoots with like these two or three FBI agents holding like rifles, yeah. but it was extremely polite yeah. with a key and uh, you know. Uh, How nice! Because it sounds bad. Obviously, conservatives are screaming. You know, it wasn't a raid, and it's very funny seeing like like politicians that uh, in the past year have called uh, for literal SWAT operations against people that. Uh, were against them politically, uh, and uh, I'm because a 
can't say the exact name. Uh, in, in one <laughs> instance, a literal gun was pointed at the face of this one journalist lady's entire family, husband and children, in their own home. <laughs> and he always says, he always said, that was not a raid. What are you overdoing it? That was just a police mm, checkup. Yeah. That was not a raid. Mm. But now when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, a bunch of FBI dudes in suits coming to check if you have pieces of paper left around the fucking house, that is, of course, a raid. That is like... Uh, uh, the crushing of every American citizen's uh, rights. And now the FBI needs to be abolished, even though Trump literally like a week before that was calling for uh, like drug dealers to just be yeah. caught up and without <laughs> any 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 ruling by courts shot in the fucking head. And now we have, you know, the, <laughs> oh my God, the courts are actually really important, guys. Like we should like really yeah. look into this like... There's no consistency there. You'll never get a conservative to actually apply the same standards to, to their side and the other side. No way. You, you'll never get an American uh, <laughs> yeah, an American politician yeah, to do that. that is true. I think that's it. <laughs> but I'm just having a great time imagining that Trump like brought his son Barron to work at the White House one day. He's like, can you pick up these boxes and take them back home? Can you take them to Florida? <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, just carry his 15 boxes. <laughs> like, what is, what's this kid doing? He's taking some documents. It's like, why? why? But, but no, I, I just like... That is the most American thing you can do, the most capitalist thing you can do. Like everyone that's listening to this, that's worked more than two, three jobs that include documentation or information. You cannot tell me you did not pack up a bunch of shit from your first employer and put it on Google Drive and then move to the, to the new employer. At least templates, at least like some documentation that can make your life much easier at the second employer. Like absolutely fucking everyone does that, even though we sign NDAs, et cetera, et cetera. And Trump did exactly what any uh, wise businessman, uh, which he is, uh, would uh, would do, which is uh, take as much, steal as much information from your previous employer to potentially use to further your career down the line there's no rules and now all of a sudden there's rules no very very nicely put um the only thing that's kind of kind of funny about all this is uh apparently back in the day like over the past 20 30 years this has happened several times not exactly with presidents i think bill clinton also was the last president that had something similar happen. He, his house wasn't raided, but he basically had a bunch of like official documents over at his place. But there's a lot of like top government officials that had, you know, like troop placements and shit like that just in their, like, you know, like in a shoebox yeah. in their basement, right? Um, and I just find, I find, again, it's like there's this image of the United States and then there's the reality of what the U.S. is. And the image of it being like, oh, this impenetrable fortress of, you know, competence and all this shit, it just does a lot for them. Because when you actually, you know, put them under the microscope, you see that they're just fucking they're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, it's, it's like the incompetence is actually really fucking yeah. funny. Um, That's why yeah. I was really surprised that the judge even passed it. Because, like, yeah. he, he's a big enough American patriot, if I can say it that way. To uh, <laughs> to realize that you know this will help shatter the illusion of what uh, how the U.S. Uh, state apparatus operates, uh, and yet mm. he signed it off. It's it's interesting. Maybe yeah. maybe he yeah. had an ounce hey, of principles must... in that dude. Maybe you know. I'll, I've, 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 I've said it on Twitter, and I'll say it again here that if anything meaningful comes of this Trump raid, I will eat my shoe. Like I, there is no way it's going yeah. to affect his ability to to run for office next time. He's never no, going to see the inside no. of a jail cell, and all like the the Mueller report people. Coming back out of the woodworks to say, "Oh, he's finished." No, he's not. This is just a spectacle. <laughs> no, no, this is this. Is, I, at most, there's probably just something semi-important on those documents, or you know, like uh, just something that they want to make sure that he didn't yeah. have. 
that could be that could get out but otherwise yeah, he's not gonna fucking see any consequences from this dude you saw him in in fucking office he never saw any consequences <laughs> how do you think you know all i'm saying to just finish it off with this if he wins the next elections I wouldn't want to be one of those FBI agents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Man, what a, what, a, what a meme of a presidency that would be. I would love to fucking see it. Just Like, okay, look, he, he can win and then die two months into the presidency. I don't care. But I just want to see him win just to see the meltdown <laughs> in the U.S. And then afterwards, yeah, <laughs> just... <laughs> Oh, fuck. He wins. He shuts oh, down man. the FBI. He dies. Perfect. <laughs> perfect story. There we go. What a, a praxis. Perfect comrade Trump. Accelerationist <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, I am still hoping. I am still hoping. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> Dude, post, like com, uh, traditional commie propaganda posters with Trump in them just looks fucking <laughs> sick as fuck. Dude, yeah, oh, yeah, I, can, I can. I can. It's, it's only. I'm a LARPer, I know. Uh, so this one, the next one is an absolute jewel and uh, talked about so much my ears bled at some point, but it's still worth mm. mentioning because, well, everyone's lives would be heavily impacted, to say the least, if it was <laughs> to lead to something really, really, really bad. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street herself visited <laughs> Taiwan this month in what was a... I was very proud of that yeah, one. That's good. In what was a direct flex in the literal backyard of the Chinese state, which has been in a standstill when it comes to taking full control over the island for literally over half a century now. Uh, the Chinese reaction was modest, to say the least, thankfully, oh my god. Uh, but if one uh, was to want to see a peaceful resolution uh, to the question of uh, Taiwan, that's basically out of the window, in my opinion, at this point. Mm -hmm. And if the party yeah. had plans for addressing it that, you know, were expected to span, I don't know, 20 years. Uh, now they'll uh, be sped up to probably address it in the next five. And we all know uh, what that means, especially when a state, you know, <laughs> hurries up, mm. if you know what I mean. Mm. So <laughs> the Americans know exactly what they're doing by poking the bear. Uh, excuse me, they poked the bear in February and uh, it kind of lost its shit. Now they're poking <laughs> the dragon and uh, let's see uh, where the dragon's wisdom lays. Uh, what do you guys think? This is the thing. The U.S. is like speedrunning, uh, shifting <laughs> like geopolit geopolitical allegiances. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, like, like it's, also, it's like, like okay. space in Counter Strike. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do you know the funniest thing is they always like they they would say this about Trump like oh uh, Trump is 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 sabotaging the American position in the world. Have you seen what Biden's yeah. fucking done <laughs> yeah. so far? How how far are we into his fucking presidency? This demented asshole. <laughs> like oh my god. I mean if he even fucking remembers to, to come up on the stage and face the right yeah. direction yeah, no um, <laughs> yeah yeah i know but like my, do you know my favorite part about the entire thing is like five minutes um or like 10 minutes before the the pelosi's plane was about to land and uh china scrambled yeah. jets and they crossed the, the strait immediately the the state department the foreign press uh, department of the u.s went down and said uh pelosi's visit with taiwan has no con official connection to the united states <laughs> government this was not sanctioned by the u.s we have no connection to we don't know her <laughs> i'm just like yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I just uh, like what's so fucking what funny this? is they, <laughs> yeah, they could have shot her. They probably could have shot her down, and there would have still been a diplomatic resolution, yeah. which honestly would have been beautiful to see because just shooting that fucking woman out of the sky would have been right. She would somehow survive. This bitch would go and fucking open up her gills and still fucking <laughs> breathe under one. God knows what she would do. But yeah, um, what was I saying? Yeah, uh, she landed and she went on her stupid little fucking tour. And uh, I, I, there's a lot of stupidity that I saw on the internet. I was like, oh, China's weak. Yeah, They're yeah. soft. Where was all the big talk? I'm like, did you want them to start nuclear <laughs> yeah. war? Like, what the fuck do you want? No, their, their response was incredibly measured and, and made complete sense. And this is the... Incredibly every sigma time, because that's what a sigma does. Yeah. An alpha would fight. A sigma is above alphas and betas. <laughs> a sigma just chill yeah, the fuck out. Yeah, sorry. Please continue. Yeah, no. Sigma Dude, China, no, sigma. but like... <laughs> like unironically, si- yeah. Unironically, fucking Sigma Xi Jinping. You can play the what's it called the 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 trap remix, the Mao the Mao yeah. song, Mao, Mao's the Red Sun, the Sky <laughs> song. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 thing is that China immediately um, they cut connection the relations on a lot of aspects with the United States. So that was first. Second of all, they they impose sanctions on on Pelosi and her family, which by the way is one of the first instances we're seeing of a country sanctioning American officials. Yeah which is a beautiful trend to start to see, right? Um, and also, Taiwan has very horribly suffered. They've, uh, because of this, they've imposed uh, sanctions on, on sand, which is necessary for their entire fucking transistor and the electronics uh, industry in Taiwan, which is like half their fucking economy, right? This is, uh, Taiwan's a done deal. And likewise, the, the, the uh, what's it called? The goodwill of the Chinese towards the Americans. This was on all fronts a stupid decision yeah. to make. They could have completely avoided, but they want to, you know, this white audacity, right? they being like, oh, you know, the fucking yellows won't be able to stand up to us. <laughs> mm, finger wag. Um, by the way, I love the part also, I'm going to shut up in a second, but I love the part uh, where um, Pelosi was like, oh, this is a stark um, uh, uh, stand against the difference between autarky and democracy. We stand with the vibrant democracy of Taiwan. This stupid fucking person doesn't understand that Taiwan was a one-party capitalist dictatorship for like the first 50 years that it existed. And then afterwards, it it transitioned to this typical bullshit where you see, oh, one party gets elected, then the other one gets elected, then it it keeps switching between these two parties that have fundamentally no fucking differences between them. Um, but yeah, that, this is the, 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 the beauty of, uh, uh, the American perception of, of the, what the democratic process is like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the U S is just, they're, they're, they're lashing out and trying to provoke somebody to take the bait so that, that we can have a big old mm. war and get a, a shot in the arm to, to continue our imperialist project a little bit longer. And no one's taking the bait anymore. It's just the U S is going to fade into obscurity like Britain did. That's how empires are going to go uh, from now on, I think, because the rest of the world has learned, like, just don't, just don't take the bait, play the long game. Don't, don't Mm. let the U S get what it wants. And uh, things will Mm. slowly work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys are very optimistic and I want to share the optimism. I do share the optimism, but uh, like, uh, you know, respect your enemy to an extent. So, yeah, I just saw them. I saw them outplay so many states, the U.S. specifically, and I saw them fuck up a lot of times. But I'm still like, I, I'm seeing them 
make these horribly stupid plays and not just in Taiwan but this these like last two years in general and you know when yeah. you when you like are watching a movie and the character is behaving a certain way for example in this case it would be US during Cold War and then you you're watching like the last like five years six years and you're like oh, uh, uh, you know this character is like the writing is off like did, did they get a new screenwriter like the character is like doing very yeah. irrational shit so I'm like deep down scared that like they're playing this like like super 5D chess <laughs> that they're gonna you know <laughs> fuck everybody over, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm really not seeing it. Like I'm really not seeing it. But maybe maybe I'm being stupid. Uh, just you know, the, the, uh, expect yeah, the unexpected the, the reason I, with these. Yeah, 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 no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, the the reason I'm always I guess a bit more optimistic when it comes to the decline of the U.S. Um, is because even in wartime situations and wartime scenarios. Even in the war games that they themselves set up, they yeah. lose. <laughs> yeah. And then they have to give all sorts of handicaps to the other side in order for them to be able to win. And then it's just like a stupid propaganda game. Um, they did the war games with, with the, like a simulated war game with Iran, and they lost horribly, like horrifically. Um, and the, their simulations for China aren't much better. Um, and also, like, if, if you were to actually look at, uh, like the, the capacities of the different countries, uh, if there was going to be this large scale sort of war, even a war of attrition, uh, America doesn't stand very well. Interestingly, by the way, Paul Cockshot has a video on this huh. uh, where he talks about the economic aspects on a potential war between China and, and, and the US. Uh, and not just China and the US, but China and this wider Western coalition, so the America, Britain, Australia, and shit like this. Which is very, very interesting. So that's something to check out if people are mm. interested. But yeah, um, so uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can bleep that out again. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens. Moving rapidly on. So there is a, a an event, a, a uh, what's it called? A uh, fuck, what do you Americans say? A not a progress, not a, a development. There is that. That's the f- favorite uh, <laughs> fucking mainstream media world a word. Um, there's been a development in the in the conflict between Ukraine and Russia. There is uh, uh, recently um, in the city of uh, Zaporizhia uh, or Zaporizhia. I don't fucking know how to pronounce it. My hey, apologies. Good, it has two just in it. Uh, um, they still the, shell shocked the by how well have... this dude fucking reads Slavic languages. It's fucks. Hey, yeah, yeah, you, you shouldn't look. Don't look into my background, all right? You don't need. You don't. <laughs> dude, please don't tell all me right, you're anyways. secretly a Slav because we can't have two Slavs. It fucks up the game. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. no, 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 no. You know, in 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 a weird way, in a weird way, um, uh, what's it called? Balkan Balkan people are like uh, European Arabs, <laughs> and, and, and Iraqis are like Arab Slavs and Slavs in a weird way. Uh, anyways, so uh, the the Russians took this town, or most of it at least. And uh, one major thing in this town is uh, a a particular power plant. It's one of the largest in Europe. Some places I've seen they say it's the largest in Europe, and other places, if you count European Russia, then it's not the largest in Europe, but whatever. Um, and uh, the Russians took it over. And the Ukrainians now have begun shelling it, like firing at it, knowing that they could seriously cause a very, very bad nuclear meltdown and basically a Chernobyl-level event, if not even worse. Uh, and then at the same time, they would turn around and be like, oh, yeah, well, uh, the Russians are occupied it. And as well as as uh, during the while they're occupying, they're also shelling their own troops in there. Um, that's the, the story that they've been trying to sell, which is so fucking <laughs> stupid. Um, and this is, this is not like supposed to be like, oh, you know, uh, like I'm not pro one side right. or the other about this. My, my point being is the stupidity of this game where you're 
potentially causing the, the, the uh, like nuclear fallout over a region that affects millions of people's of lives um, just for, you know, like a bunch of brownie points in Western media is so fucking stupid to me. And, you know, my favorite part about it is... Um, the on the on the Ukrainian side, um, the shelling has sometimes been done intentionally, like uh, at, at times when it's powering up or it's powering down. So basically, points when a meltdown is more uh, likely. And at the same time, recently, I think like in the past two days or something, uh, Ukraine has been passing. The Ukrainian government has been passing out uh, information leaflets about uh, fallout and uh, you know prophylactically dosing like iodine tablets and stupid shit uh-huh. like this. I'm like, okay. Isn't this very transparent? What you're doing, also, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It, it just seems it just seems kind of like they're playing with with fire, and I don't understand why they're doing it. Because um, is is it like a scorched earth sort of thing? Because if they fuck that part of if, like half of Ukraine will never be able right. to be inhabited it's so short sighted. Like the next twenty yeah, like years. what happens when the conflict yeah. is resolved? Like no matter who wins, that's it's uninhabitable. There's a there's a stream there's a stream of uh, radicals inside of the Ukrainian state. Then there's a a, a direct competition between. Uh, a few, let's call them, uh, political tribes there when it comes to mm. the ideology that stands behind warfare. Uh, and a lot of them, uh, especially standing behind one particular um, foreign policy expert that was um, the key both in the in the war back from 2014 up until now, but uh, also uh, currently, whose name I don't want to mention because he doesn't deserve the, the, the fucking... <laughs> attention but uh stand behind this sort of ideal of yes absolutely not only scorched earth but to to i mean i'm about to simplify it greatly but basically the idea that uh in the case of loss uh nothing should be given over to the enemy so uh, not only uh land but also uh the land as a livable place for eons upon eons yeah basically and, and, yeah, but they never it. actually talked about uh, you know destroying nuclear power plants etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh, when you listen to their ideology where they're literally citing uh, isis war tactics uh, they are uh, <laughs> openly you know showing that uh, there, there is no sort of uh, barrier that they wouldn't cross when it comes to when it comes to fighting uh, it's it's a mm. it's an in my opinion it's a relatively honest approach to war where you say there are literally no rules in war but it's also uh, a dumb one because we saw what happened with ISIS and uh, it doesn't uh, uh, all the political points that you're trying to score with the West uh, you are going to end up losing massively because you know uh, no matter how much the state apparatus uh, wants to push your side as the only good one. And as uh, mm. the push a uh, black and white situation, uh, once shit that, you know, suburban white mothers uh, can't stomach <laughs> ha- ends up, you know, being recorded and shown uh, uh, when it comes to your troops doing particular things, then you're going to end up losing not only uh, the PR, but the war in general. So what I was going to say is, yeah, that this this thing with the, oh, yeah, like, oh, if the, if, if the orcs are going to have it, then it may as well fucking just, like, you know, salt yeah. the earth and not let anybody have it. This this reminds me of a particular tactic of a certain, uh, mm, a certain strange mustachioed fellow from, from a little while back. Mm, mm. I wonder, I wonder who, somebody with the slightly weird Germanic last name, mm, I wonder. Uh, but, yeah, so unsurprising that that heritage they've also chosen to adopt. Um, but, yeah. It's going to be the, decades the, of research, just how much currently inside of Ukraine there's lack of cohesion when it comes to the idea of how yeah, to fight. Yeah. But you know who breaks that lack of cohesion? 
I mean, the, the, the U.S. State Department and NATO, they tell them yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the strategy you're going to follow, mate. You know, if you want yeah, to dude, don't you? Uh, yeah, after the fucking 2014 Maidan bullshit uh, and how the U.S. basically picked out their entire, like, cabinet and, and all... The, it's the weirdest... It's the most... It was one of the most obvious, like, uh, U.S., like, state-appointed fucking rulers of, you know, since, like, the 60s. And no, and people bought it. Yeah. People legit thought it was like some sort of democratic revolution. And it's, it's the funniest thing. But uh, what was I gonna say? Um, uh, also, something I saw, which uh, I saw some like uh, polling and like yeah, what's it called um, these these basically discussions of Western Ukrainians, like far in the West, involved in like these areas, and the way they talk about people in the rest of the country. I mean, like people in Kiev, not even like in Donbas. I'm like, are you? Do you even think you're in the same country? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is? The, what is? What is with this fucking racialist yeah, fucking vibe? Yeah. What is this like? Oh, you know, nowhere like you know. Uh, it's a yeah. It's this weird thing of like, oh, we're pure Ukrainians and all the rest of them. Um, but uh, <laughs> they all have orc blood. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just gonna comment. Uh, I think uh, I, I preferred the first season of the Ukrainian civil war actually um, <laughs> prior rather than this out uh, outright war thing. I preferred when they when they had in like in twenty fourteen when they were fucking uh, what's it called Congolese farmers in like suits, <laughs> but they had like AKs and they were in like fucking Lugansk for some reason. <laughs> I preferred that shit way more than this. But uh, what can you do? Um, these are all jokes, by the way. These are the war wars and fucking yeah. funny, but we're trying to make light of the situation. To keep it at least some interesting to listen to yeah, yeah exactly right it is a vibe uh moving on actually on this very topic which is something i, I want uh, like it's a case study of the western media um delivery of news um which is very all sorts of fucked up but also about the ukraine there's been this gradual shift of pretty much every mainstream media source from oh russia's losing uh, putin's fucking completely demoralized his army's horrible they've lost 300 million billion guerrillian <laughs> fucking people right um they've been they went from that to oh yeah no no ukraine's going to lose it's just like uh, how how bad can we hurt russia before Ukraine loses, um, or it facilitates between like, oh, Ukraine's gonna lose, but that's why we need to give them even more money and more guns. Yeah. Um, and then there's that f- the famous quote of, oh, Washington is ready to fight uh, to fight Russia until the last Ukrainian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but a bunch of points, and then I'll just open up uh, the floor for discussion. Number one, uh, most of Europe basically has stopped funding um, the the war effort in Ukraine uh, as of this month. Uh, also, this month is the first time that uh, weapons shipments have been less than previous months. Um, so this is already showing kind of a thing because most of European um, what's it called reserves are being exhausted by this. Number one, number two, European economies are already suffering from recessions after pan- after the pandemic and this fucking war. So now you know it's the affection on their economy is way too much, uh, or the effect. Excuse me, affection is, no, is that is that correct? <laughs> affection <English>? is like <laughs> affinity for like you like somebody, yeah. but it's spelled differently than yeah. You yeah. see, yeah, yeah. So my bad, <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. The effect on their economy has already been too big. Number two, the Ukrainian economy is crumbling to a ridiculous degree something like 40 percent drop in 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 revenue um which is like yeah of course it's unsurprising it's wartime um but imagine if the united states lost 40 percent of its uh total revenue uh and it was during wartime um that's the like an insane the u.s barely runs as is and it's the richest country on earth (laughs) (laughs) um uh likewise many of the former countries our top weapon suppliers have decided to not renew their commitments to ukraine um and uh, a lot of talk now of these ooh, war experts has been like a um a ukrainian victory is if russia 
only takes like a third of the country, like Donbass in the south, maybe even the, down to Odessa. If they take that area and Ukraine manages to keep everything else, that's that can be considered a Ukrainian victory. Um, and I want to read one t- tweet to you guys just to kind of um, uh, push this point home and then I'll open up. The, the, the floor for, for discussion of it. Uh, but this is from uh, Julian uh, Ropke, uh, who is the, one of these fucking, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Blue yeah, Ticks. Yeah. Um, uh, he's uh, from the uh, Build newspaper, if I remember correctly. And he said, for months now, pro-Ukraine experts claim Russia is, quote-unquote, losing its morale. Its troops are being exhausted. Every taken village is a meat grinder. And Putin's hordes will soon, until August, winter, end of the year, be, defe- be defeated. The reality is something else. And then he just basically has a fucking wall of text where he says, oh, we need to give them six million more do- <laughs> 60 million more dollars and all these guns and we need to give them fucking, like, ICBMs to strike at Moscow. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Okay, yeah, all right, all right, yeah. buddy. All right. Do you guys have any comments on this beautiful development? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's tragic, like, what's happening on, on both yeah. sides. Like, this, it's, it's such senseless carnage, and if they escalate yeah. to striking uh, nuclear facilities, that's just so short-sighted. But the U.S. is still uh, still willing to contribute to this tragedy. We're, I just I looked it up because I wanted to see what the, the latest figures were, and we are going to provide a 775 million dollar weapons package to mm. Ukraine uh, mm. is the latest news so that's uh, uh, yeah. could you please remind me when was the last time american schools got a 770 million <laughs> dollar package not a weapons package they already get that from their walmart but i mean <laughs> have you seen yeah us school food have you seen school lunch debt things like that the fact yeah. that that stuff even exists <laughs> I keep forgetting. Oh, oh my god! It's like oh, little Timmy. His mom had cancer, and he's in fucking four hundred dollars of lunch school debt. So his friends opened up a lemonade stand yeah. to <laughs> to pay for yeah to cover oh, to, to cover two percent of his mother's chemo treatment. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> fucking math teacher comes to break his fucking legs because he can't pay up. <laughs> god, that's terrible. Oh my god. But yeah, we're just gonna keep you know sending money to to these failed. Uh, I don't know proxy war things and and the attempt to to do something for for the U.S. the flailing floundering yeah. U.S. economy. Yeah, it's it's generally it's such a shame to see that like all this could have been diplomatically resolved if not for the meddling of basically most of Western Europe and the yeah. United States in particular, who kept pushing for this nonsense that was you know yeah again like uh, if I remember correctly when when Zelensky first showed up his platform was on a like a mediocre like uh, you know like oh enlightened enlightened centrist yeah. uh, kind of position where he's going to somehow try to uh you know uh, solve the issues with Russia but get closer to Europe but do it all peacefully that was kind of his platform there was no fucking war there was no you know none of this bullshit um before he was made the liberal dar- darling and put on fucking vogue <laughs> yeah. A European, especially Western European ally, only relies on uh, uh, in- individualized internal PR, external PR, and then at the end of the day, I mean, we are in capitalism money. Uh, every single sanction that was pushed uh, against the Russian state uh, was readjusted for uh, food products, as we all know, mm. once they realized, okay, holy fuck, the world's gonna fucking starve if we don't adjust mm. for food products. And then when they adjusted the sanctions, they said, oh, food was never actually planned to have sanctions against, uh, for us to have sanctions against. When uh, winter comes, and trust me, almost every European that lives in a European state, uh, which uh, 
has a winter, or at least a cold one, is absolutely terrified of uh, what's about to come. You get into most uh, cabs and uh, you the conversation about, holy fuck, is it going to be a very difficult one this year, is brought up by the cab driver almost uh, almost every time. So there, uh, there is a vibe in the air that uh, solidarity with our Ukrainian brothers and sisters uh, is no longer viable because we want to keep uh, our little toes uh, warm. And my prediction of sorts is that the same way they immediately, uh, you know, uh, dropped, uh, dropped the food sanctions, they are going to proceed with doing a similar things when it comes to, uh, you know, blue fuel or, or gas, as you would as most people call it, uh, which then immediately would completely crush any sort of rhetoric about uh, dropping uh, Russia to its heels. Because if you don't uh, attack Russia's gas, you cannot uh, basically do anything uh, against it. But, uh, you know, it it will be a historic moment in which uh, Europe will be put to the test when it comes to just how much... uh, it uh, needs to follow through on all the flexing mm. that it's done uh, in the previous yeah. eight months uh, or if it's going to drop everything and heat up uh, its own population at that point. But I just wanted to touch on the, on the you know, how because the rhetoric is changing. I mean, it's relevant what I'm saying too because also in Europe, you can see in Western Europe, uh, the rhetoric slowly changing to a point at which, uh, you know, people are kind of saying the quiet thing out loud, which is, uh, uh, you know, can can they, like, we are really in solidarity with, uh, with the Ukrainians, but can they lose already so we can get back to normal, you know? Uh, this uh, horrible <laughs> war being waged uh, in one part of the world uh, to them at this point was a very fun thing to tweet about for a while. But now this war will directly impact them, which obviously Western Europeans are not very used to a war impacting their uh, their life, at least not used to since uh, 45, except the Balkans, of course. Uh, which we, we are proudly not European, <laughs> but uh, yes, based, when it actually based. comes knocking on their door, we'll see how the how much solidarity uh, they have left, and we'll see how the articles slowly mold and change themselves to talk about uh, more pr- quote unquote practical solutions, which maybe should have been talked about in the beginning. You cannot take an internationalist project, which was the Soviet Union, and you cannot Mm. destroy it and not expect for there to be territorial disputes between Mm. these states in which if you listen to the argumentation of one state, if you listen to the argumentation of the other state, if you think from a neoliberal lens, you will basically agree with both. So you have to choose the side and only listen to the argumentation of the side that is uh, aligned with your geopolitical interests or where you feel you lie when it comes to your state's geopolitical interests. Nobody, at least at the higher echelons, considers this war to be in any way uh, a black and white situation. They're just trying to milk it as much as they can, uh, including Mm. Ukraine and including Russia itself. And just for the fucking the the, the liberal on the wall, because in case any of this shit is coming off, some I know some idiot is gonna come around and be like, "Oh, you pro Russia." Mm. No, <laughs> the point of all this discussion is that 
the sheer amount of of carnage, the amount of destruction and disruption to glo- the global economy, to many countries who have never had any say in this, right? Like the dozens of African and, and Asian countries that rely on regular shipments, particularly of grain from these countries, um, both Russia and, and, and Ukraine. Um, as a result for either animal feed or for you know feeding their own populations who are suffering as the, as a result of this and they're also suffering the wrath of, of um, like American sanctions on them for example Uganda has been kind of tiptoeing around importing Russian gas still um, because uh, there was this tacit threat of um, the US that oh if, if you do that then uh, you might also come under the, the, the hammer uh, from the US so basically Ugandans have to suffer uh, mounting uh, electricity prices and all that kind of stuff for a conflict that they're thousands of kilometers away from that they have never played any part in um, and only to satisfy like this great fucking, you know, these uh, great power geopolitical bullshit, you know, that's the first step of it. And the second step of it is the sheer hypocrisy of Western Europe and and, and the United States um, where they try to pretend like, oh, you know, we're supporting the more democratic side, blah, blah, despite the fact that they rate elections in the one country to get their own people in. And also ignoring completely all the other dictatorships that they support around the world. If you, if people forgot, 73% of all dictatorships around the world get financial, political, diplomatic, and military support directly from the United States. Um, so them trying to pretend that they, they're doing this because they care about human rights or democracy or whatever the fuck is a complete, is bullshit. And you should know this. You're listening to the new program. You, <laughs> this is absolute nonsense. So yeah, it's not that we're pro-Russian or something, but you have to contextualize what you're seeing and you need to realize that this war is affecting so many other millions upon upon millions of people, even outside of the conflict zone itself, in order to appease like a bunch of fucking talking heads in, in the US, mostly, right? Even the European idiots who went uh, along with this uh, in the beginning are now seeing the consequences of what they did because the inflation's uh, wreaking havoc in their countries. Um, they're st- starting to see... Um, uh, issues with electricity um, they can't import the fucking gas and oil and all other shit that they need um, and they're losing pol- uh, political popularity from this which will then in a weird way also start fucking propping up these these quote unquote alternative politics which are usually kind of shitty towards uh, minorities and immigrants and LGBT people and all this kind of stuff so again like it just brings everything fucking down for no point at all that's that's kind of the, the, the perspective I guess all right Moving on. <laughs> Something, I, I don't know, slightly less depressing or more depressing. Um, the, for, the, the the fires and droughts uh, and, and, and the lovely consequences the comparison, of climate change. The comparison change. of levels of depression. I love yeah. this shit. <laughs> um, so if people aren't aware, all over the world, I mean, I'm sure Americans are aware. Isn't like California and Texas always on fire? Aren't they always on fire? Texas, luckily, not so much. But yeah, like Colorado is always oh, okay. on fire. You've got a lot of states that are in like severe, severe drought, stuff like that. Yeah. Dude, actually, you just mentioned Colorado. I had a patient that came in. He was an American who was a consultant for some fucking thing, right? And he, came, uh, like, I walked in, I just see this white dude, and I'm like, hey, hello. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, he's doing the usual audacious American white guy in a foreign country thing, uh-huh. where he expects everybody to speak English. Um, so, uh, I show up, and I begin talking, and he immediately perks up, because he thinks I'm, I'm one of him, or some <laughs> shit, I don't uh-huh. fucking know. Um, but yeah, anyways, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm talking to him, and he's just, he's talking about a stupid fucking job, and how he's, he was one of the largest human beings I've ever seen, by the way, which really doesn't reflect well on your, <laughs> on your population, JT. Um, but yeah, uh, he was also very tall, so maybe he, his fat like distribution was weird. I don't know. But anyways, um, so uh, I start talking to him, and he responds, and it's, I forget how pleasant it is to, to talk with you, JT, because 
you don't sound like that. And yeah. what do I mean by this? He spoke like an old like Japanese video games idea of what a, an American person sounds like. He overpronounced every single fucking word. Do you know what I'm talking? Do you have an idea of what I mean? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. So um, I sat there and I, it, I felt like I was in a movie. It, it didn't feel real. <laughs> that I, was, yeah, I didn't yeah. feel like I was talking to a human being. It felt like he was acting. Um, but yeah, no, sorry, sorry. He was fine. He just needs some mental. But it happens so, yeah. with a lot of nationalities. But, like a lot of people that are abroad, they think they need to, especially for not for they don't want to quote unquote integrate. They don't want to live in that country forever, and they're there for, for example, a year or four years or something, and they know they need to leave, uh, and they don't really have a lot of other personality traits other than I am American, yeah. I am Russian, I am French, <laughs> I am Chinese, and then they wrap up their whole personality around the fact that they are from good old Texas or from. Uh, I cannot do accents of any other country without sounding very racist. But, uh, and then, you know, they wrap themselves up in that shit and you're literally sitting there and you're like, Matt, Matt, you're not a cowboy, okay? Like, you're not a cow <laughs> Or like, dude, like the Russians all the time. You don't have to drink this much. Like, I understand you're Russian. You don't have to walk around with a t-shirt all the time in minus 20 degree weather. I can see <laughs> you're fucking cold, dude. You don't have to live the stereotype. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's no, pretty generally. wild. It's pretty wild. And you explained he it said, perfectly with said, the Japanese anime thing. This was very good. yeah, yeah. He said two sentences that I still like. Just the, his delivery to me is kind of stuck in my. He said, oh, crud, which is, I don't <laughs> yes. know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. And he said, son of a gun, which I didn't think people said legitimately. I thought that was like yeah, you you know, found, somebody's trying not to you curse. You found a unicorn. Yeah. That's that's very special. You, you don't really hear either yeah. of those all that often anymore. Yeah. How old was this guy? Oh, he was old. He was okay. in his 70s, I okay, think. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's more normal yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, he, but yeah, it's just he was like, he was like, oh, and I, then I realized, oh, crud, what, what, what have I done? I was like, <laughs> what's going on? By the way, my favorite part about it is half his issue was he he uh, got um, stomach stomach poisoning because he drank a bad lemonade in the U.S. Huh. And he was like, yeah, they didn't get the the store opened up and they didn't get their like certification, but they were allowed to sell shit. I was like, what the fuck is the U.S.? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man! But anyway, sorry, sorry. Back on back on track. That was just a, a strange experience that I had um, about climate change. Yes, vast majority of the fucking world is on fire. Um, a lot of Europe, by the way, is 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 uh, experiencing very horrible forest fires and and, and heat waves. Uh, North Africa, particularly Algeria, has faced really horrible horrible um, um, fires. I think dozens of people have died uh, as a result of this. Um, not only this, but uh, different lakes and reservoirs and rivers have dried up or uh, have reduced a lot in their uh, what's it called in the uh, basically amount of water that's available. The Rhine in the, in like in, in Germany has been reduced to like 150 centimeters or something, like something ridiculous like this in some parts. Mm. Um, a, 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 so, uh, a, a bunch of rivers literally disappeared. <laughs> Like, yeah, they yeah, just yeah, stopped yeah. being the, rivers. This, it's, 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 I don't yeah, like, yeah. talking to people and, or I'm reading it and I'm like, what? Nah, man, it doesn't happen. Like, it's going to come back when rain comes back. They're like, no, dude, it's like mm. gone. Like, we don't have that river yeah, anymore. Yeah. And people are now going to call it the basin after the yeah, name yeah, of the yeah. river that used to go through. It's fucking wild. Dude, it's it's insane. Yeah, in like in Italy, you see these these fucking canals and they're, they're uh, bone dry. And oh, man, yeah. And yeah. Portugal is also facing these really bad things. 
Um, but uh, we know about climate change. We know climate change sucks, um, and it's getting getting even worse because the heat waves have been the hottest it's ever been in years. Uh, the droughts have been uh, longest lasting. Same with the forest fires. They're also covering the largest amount of area in several years. Um, so all this kind of fucking sucks across the board. Um, but there's a weird silver lining in that all the lowering water levels in in these different uh, places have brought up like strange archaeological finds some of them are more recent like uh, world war ii boats and stuff like that and in italy also they've been they found um like these old mines and unexploded uh ordnance from world war ii uh which is kind of you know shitty but in other parts like in spain all these old roman forts or which oh, are like cool. perfectly preserved but they were underwater have just kind of surfaced again huh. which is kind of that's kind of cool actually yeah, that was, <laughs> Very cool. yeah that's like Atlantis okay. up in this yeah. bitch hitler was always right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah Oh man! Don't clip and, that, uh, motherfucker! Yeah. You you listening right now? You listening right now? You fucking yeah. piece of shit! Don't fucking clip it! Piece of fucking shit! Okay, thank you. Please continue. And also, there's there's some cool footage. Like for those who are interested, there's all this cool footage of uh, controlled detonation of of these old World War Two explosives. Hmm. Um, yeah, which is I guess that, that's kind of neat. People won't have to fucking go on a swim and then lose a leg or some shit uh, yep, in twenty yep. years from now if the water levels ever go back to that level. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so that's uh, that's uh, pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> that's a, that's a silver, li- silver lining. Uh, I've never heard know. climate change spun that way. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the deprogram, where we're deprogramming you against being afraid of the world basically catching a fire by telling you, yo, dude, you know, we might find a, a couple like like cool old buildings, bro. You know, it's 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 pretty decent. <laughs> I'm gonna move on to something also slightly, <laughs> slightly more depressing. I'm Stop sorry. This, this has been, you, yeah. You're acting like a curd <laughs> up in here. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. You have a, you have a point. Um, <laughs> but oh Jesus! Uh, moving she on. Said you have a point. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, uh, moving on. Uh, the the there is um, the illegal occupation of Palestine has once again decided uh, the, 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 that evil military entity um, the settler colonial state uh, has decided to yet again bomb innocent people in Gaza um, again on bullshit trumped up pretext all their nonsense oh us, it's, it's preemptive what hmm? what the Israeli quote unquote argumentation was preempting from what oh yeah launch the, before the, that the, the, some people might not know yeah. what that means blah 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 yeah. just give them an intro okay yeah, sure sure so so the idea being is that, okay, so uh, Israel doing what it always loves to do, just killed random civilians like it always does, and imprisoned a lot of other random people. Usually vast majority of them are innocent. Even the people who are quote-unquote not innocent, they are innocent. They're fighting for their country. You wouldn't say a, a person, a Jew in the Warsaw Ghetto resisting Nazis would uh, – right. uh, I don't think you can – morally claim that that person is guilty of any crime. Uh, likewise with Palestinians. Anyways, um, they overwhelmingly murdered quite a few uh, innocent people. And Unless then they the, show uh, nuclear power plants, then we can be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the the several organizations in occupied Palestine said that they will retaliate. And uh, there was a you know the stupid game always of you know the Palestinian side sends a few rockets uh, over you know just as a show of like impotent. It's slightly impotent, uh, which is sad, but it's also a, a display of their of their spirit that resolve, it isn't yeah. broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of their resolve, even though it doesn't actually re- really do that much damage to the Zionist entity, sadly. Um, but uh, the the Israelis, of course, always retaliate with incredibly overwhelming and indiscriminate uh, force that usually kills mostly women and children. Um, and this case is no different. Uh, two things to highlight: they've uh, attacked many uh, weddings uh, preparations because that's that's chill. That's that's a vibe, isn't yeah, it? Normal. Um, people are gonna think it's like off from 
two years ago. Like it, it literally. No, now. no, this this is yeah. This talking is about this, this is month. Like, it's, Everything it's, we're talking yeah. about is from yeah. this yeah. month. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is what's sad is that any month of any year for the past seventy years, you can say Israel's been killing random civilians in uh, in Gaza, and this, it would be a valid statement to make. Yeah. Um, and and another thing is that uh, they of course hit s- several centers that had just children, uh, and uh, they killed quite a few children. Um, and then at first they were like, no, 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 we didn't do that. And then there are other people basically bragged on their social medias and stuff like that. It's like, oh, we killed all these fucking kids, um, which it's is the ultimate fun. preemptive no, that's, that's, strike. You yeah. kill the kids, yeah. so they can't grow up to to fight you it's yeah. you know it's a which by the way is an actual argument is yeah is an actual argument that lots of uh, israeli politicians make um that oh like if it, a bunch of few children die who cares they, they would have grown up to be terrorists anyways which by the way is the stupidest fucking like so that's uh, sorry to say jt that's american logic oh yeah um because yeah. Uh, because that's similar logic that was used for in iraq and afghanistan to quote himmler i yeah. think he literally says after uh, the jews will be used to build up the new reich uh all most of the them will die out because of uh, starvation and because of hard labor uh, and the ones who are left then mo- most definitely must be killed as a preemptive measure because those are going to be the strongest Jews which will eventually come back to destroy mm. the Third Reich from uh, within or from without. Literally like Nazi logic, preemptive yeah. strikes against mm. people so that they yeah. don't pick up guns yeah. like oh my fucking god. And uh, my favorite part about this is it reminded me because the statements that they were made about the, the dead children right now, uh, they mirror the, the, the statements when the Israeli government officially, quote-unquote, uh, corrected um, uh, Bernie Sanders, when Bernie Sanders said that, oh, um, Israel this month has killed 600 children in Gaza, and the Israeli government said, actually, it was 574. Which is the funniest fucking thing to me, that people will see this shit and still say, oh, most moral army yeah. in the world, and all this fucking bullshit. Um but yeah, so this is a, and yet another reminder that uh, yeah, the Zionist entity will not endure, um, and just like every other uh, racist col- uh, settler colonial state before it, uh, based on apartheid laws, just like South Africa, will disappear and wither into fucking dust. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's <laughs> do your reading, <laughs> read uh, read Finkelstein, read uh, Edward Said's work on Palestine. Um, Ethnic cleansing of Palestine. That's a good one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's tons of amazing literature. So uh, do your reading. Let's move on to something slightly less depressing and something that I hope JT. It, this is completely your foray. Oh boy. But um, the of course the the student loan uh, moratorium in the U.S. that Biden uh, promised uh, that he would put in, and then did he also promise that he's gonna do something about? student loans yeah he's gonna like he's cancel them a, or some shit a lot of promises yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he can't remember what the fuck he said <laughs> he, he can't remember what he said either um but uh yeah the the what's it called the um, uh student loan moratorium it's it's going to expire soon and two things i found interesting because i was i read up about it uh a bit and i didn't know that the vast majority of student loans of the debt uh, by the way, that's 90, up to 93% of it, is owned by the U.S. government, it's owned yeah. and serviced by the U.S. government. I thought it was like private institutions, private banks and stuff like that, which would then make sense why it would be difficult to, in, at least in a right. market economy, to, to, to cancel it. But if the fucking government owns it, then what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> why, why are you punishing your own fucking citizens? This makes no fucking sense. Um, but yeah, that's number one. Number two, something that I also liked is I read a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, there was a, a student debt cancellation uh, organization that basically they said, oh, we're not asking for handouts. Most people have 
either have paid off either significant amounts of their student um, loans or they've completely paid them off, but because of interest, they owe more than they ever originally owned, despite uh, owed, despite the fact that they've already paid off their original amount. So let's say they had 35k, they paid off 35k, but they now own 39k because of interest, yeah. high, incredibly high interest rates. And also interestingly, apparently, I remember JT, you mentioned this earlier, that if you have a student loan debt and you declare bankruptcy, you cannot default on the right. uh, loans. So just, uh, what the, you're the American, please explain what's going on here. <laughs> How does this make sense? Yeah, I I think a lot of it has to do with kind of the the moralizing and the, the pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you need to have personal responsibility kind of mentality that we have here in the States. And so if anyone asks for, you know, leniency or common sense reform to... Uh, student loan policy, well, they're just considered lazy or entitled or whatever. And it's, which is very silly because it's not hard to find people who have paid off their student loans and, and are calling for, you know, all of it to be canceled. Like I've paid off my student loans. It sucked, but I did it because mm. I knew I would be saddled with that interest forever if I didn't, you know, pay a lot up front every month and try to get rid of it. But yeah, like the fact that 93% of it is owned by the U.S. government that you know, doesn't really need that money. It could just you know wave its hand and all of that would go away. But even mm. if if they chose not to do that, it would just be so much better and so much more economically productive mm. to free people from the burden of this insane interest that they're paying every yeah. month. So like, what's the point of keeping them saddled with debt, not unable to participate in the market economy, unable to buy stuff mm. uh, that they produce with their own labor? when the alternative would be just (laughs) yeah exactly but you know what i'm saying it's like that's the (laughs) argument is there there's no argument to keeping the the interest rates i would say there's there's no moral argument to be made it's it's an absurd thing and we're just addicted to debt in the united states Mm. at this point yeah that's what i don't understand it's like uh, american politicians love to be pretend centrists right like there's apparently some sort of left which there isn't but it's like oh the right says we shouldn't cancel anything the left says we should cancel all of it why not just cancel interest rates (laughs) and keep like that sounds like a you know like a quote-unquote sensible centrist position but that isn't even that topic isn't even fucking broached because hey you know profits are more fucking important than that um and then yeah no wonder no wonder that the, the what's it called income inequality is only ever increasing in the u.s that people can't ever own their fucking homes uh that uh what was that article we saw the other day, which was like, um, oh, the, the new American dream, where it's like four <laughs> yeah, adults yeah. who don't know each other buying a house together, which is fucking... Yeah, I just keep moving the goalposts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, oh, yeah, but, no, but that, that's the, the American dream, JT. The, the US is the country that will always move the goalposts, but uh, yeah. also about like beautiful things that individuals in the, inside of the country do, et cetera, et cetera, but when it comes to... Uh, uh, shit like uh, accepting stuff that the state serves you up is the new normal as the new normal i mean we're talking about debt here like w- the world has been inspired by the way the american overconsumes by literally just taking loans on top of loans on top of loans i mean you mm-hmm. motherfuckers have fucking credit scores that uh, <laughs> the rest of credit, the baby. western hemisphere and at this point <laughs> the, most of the hemisphere has adapted as a, a manner in which to determine uh, purchasing power Power and credit power uh, to the point at which like the, 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 the like you, you 
a lot of you guys cannot understand, especially U.S. listeners, how terrifying debt and accruing any sort of debt sounds like to like the rest of the world. And I'm yes, I'm even I'm talking about using the credit card like even once or twice or three times, even owning a credit card makes you a loser where I'm from. Like you, what you're, you're buying something with other people's money and then you'll have to pay them extra on top so that you can use their money. It's, it, it literally, you are a motherfucking loser in capitalism if you're doing this. Yet debt as being currency in the US is an absolute standard, not only a standard, but one that even not only the proletariat, but the bourgeois have also adapted, but but they look at it from a different perspective. For them, debt is literally uh, the process of buying money for money. So you, you get to buy 100K now for 120K in the long run, and you can use the 100K now to generate revenue, which is over 160, and then you're in a plus, et cetera, et cetera. But the everyday individual cannot use debt that way. Basically, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is that you, like, it's, so, it's not only like an economic issue, even though everything is an economic issue, it is also an ideological problem in which it, it is the, the most difficult to solve, specifically in the U.S., because that is where debt as currency originates from as a, as a concept to as a core pillar of how you establish uh, a market economy. Uh, like, yes, debt has existed since time immemorial, and it's actually usually uh, been considered one of the greatest sins to, you know, actually you know, give, uh, yeah. give out money to people with interest, blah, blah, blah. But but uh, but in the, in the U.S., it's so mainstream that it's not even seen as as a negative just as another form of payment and that is going to be very difficult to get out of uh, people's uh, people's heads yeah no for sure yeah and, and this is something that i think at the end of the day um it's amazing again to hear these quote-unquote pa- patriotic american politicians who you know america first blah blah make america great again but when it comes to things that actually affect the lives of everyday americans no no you should take on more credit no you're not going to get any student loan um forgiveness uh fuck you you can't own any fucking property forget the american dream that we've been bullshitting you for your whole life about you can't own your own house um you know be drive a busted up car and pay fucking 400 dollars just on you know uh, or, or drive a new payments. one, but it's not yours. It's the banks. Live yeah. in a decent house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yours. It's the banks. Have a nice lawn outside. It's not yours, my man. It's the fucking banks. Dude, Come tell my fucking know, uh, father that you're fucking well off and you're still paying off your house. He's literally going to look at you and you want to be like, no, you're homeless and you're renting a house from the bank. When you pay it off, then come back to me, say I have made something for myself. Literally. Yeah. Dude, I was, uh, you know, it's so fucking funny. Um, Because again, I, I come from a different part of the world, so I don't understand these things because I'm not American. I haven't lived there, but I saw this, Um, what's it called? You know what you these YouTube videos where they do tours of apartments yeah. or whatever yeah. uh, like these realtors um, and one of these videos was suggested to me and it was a an apartment in New York and it wasn't like super central either it was yeah it was a decent apartment as a one bedroom it was kind of it was like a cute like a twenty early twenty something apartment I guess well, that would be kind of cool to 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 live in and then it was like oh yeah and the rent is five thousand four hundred dollars I was like what the <laughs> fuck Gee, like it felt like a kick in the chest I'm like who the fuck lives here and yeah. the, the funny thing is apparently that's the case for all most major cities mm-hmm. particularly in the coast 
of the U.S. So I'm like, what is everybody supposed to just go live out and fucking butt fuck Alabama? <laughs> That's probably expensive as all shit too. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Let's, There's let's, um, I saw something on uh on Twitter the other day. It was a news story about how unaffordable it's become in Texas to get a two bedroom apartment, and it was mm-hmm. uh, basically the takeaway was you'd need to work a uh, 108 hour week to afford a two-bedroom apartment in this particular place. It's just, it's mm-hmm. insane. Fuck. Like, every big city in, in Texas and in California, you know, Colorado, just about everywhere, honestly. New York especially, it's an, it's absurd. Mm-hmm. You cannot, cannot be a, like a normal human being with a normal human being job and afford one of these places. It's ridiculous. Mm. But And it's spreading everywhere. Like, it's going to come to you as well, Hakim, in Iraq, I guarantee you. Mm. It, it, because you guys, again, I'm repeating myself, but you standardize it, it being okay. Is it being yeah. okay to walk into an apartment, not for rent and for buying, and to say, this place costs 2 million salaries? Okay, not 2 million salaries, but for example, 20,000 salaries. This place costs 20,000 of what you make every every fucking month. I can't buy that. And you made it standardized, not you in particular, you get what I'm saying, and you made it okay for that realtor to look at you and say, uh, oh no, but you can afford it, but through a bank. Right. It, it, it's an, like it doesn't click in our heads that it's weird, and it's come to my part of the world as well, and it's no longer weird here as well. But to at least younger people, but it's it's not weird to us when somebody says, in order to be able to have a thing you absolutely need, which is shelter, and uh, another thing that you absolutely need is a car, that you cannot actually afford this, and the only way for you to afford it is if another dude with more money comes and buys it for you and then expects you to pay it off like 30, 30% real interest, as they call it, after the 30 years when you're paying the 5% per, per, per fucking year. It, right. it, it's, to me, it's insane. Like, How did we like get to this point? It's, it's depressing. No, oh, genuinely. It's, it's so profitable. Like I remember when I worked at Best Buy, they really pushed us to get people to sign up for the Best Buy credit card. You have a store-specific credit card where, you know, someone wants to come and buy a camera. I'm like, well, you know, you could grab this lens, too, while you're at it, and you you can definitely afford it because we've got a a great offer. It's Best Buy credit card, zero interest right now. You don't have to pay anything today. Just put it all (laughs) on the credit card and pay it off eventually. And that's it was just so gross how much they pushed that, and they would would have the employees, like, get on their radio and announce, um, oh, what was it? Oh, I don't remember the code. It was code something um, to announce that they had they had given somebody a credit card, and then the managers would get on and like cheer them on for it. Like, great job! You're doing a good job today. That's three credit cards today, store. Let's keep going. Our goal is twenty oh my today. Lord. And it was it oh. was dystopian. Dude, dude, my favorite my favorite thing. No, it was just dude, you know like actually there's this will be a conversation for another day. Usually, I. I want to even make a video on this actually but the very concept of usury and, and, and interest and how horrific it is and how basically every ancient society and every religion has been so strongly against it yeah. and usually uh, vast majority of religions outright ban it and i completely understand fucking why but it's, it's one of those things that's just so f- evil by like intention and in uh, from the very beginning in its entire core whenever you see a credit card commercial or you know um what's it called uh an offer for a credit card they always say like oh like uh zero 
0% interest and then they have the fucking asterisk yeah. uh, and, uh, asterisk excuse me and then when, when you actually read the text it's like oh uh, for the first two weeks afterwards it's like 25% fucking interest rate <laughs> I'm like fuck and you know like it's like usually poor people down on their luck that yeah. need to use this yeah. right it's not the fucking wealthiest people that are taking this shit so you're basically enriching yourself off the backs of of the poorest and, and most downtrodden in society. How do you live with yourself? How do you fucking sleep at night? You demons. You fucking ghouls. <laughs> um, but yeah, what was I going to say? Uh, I, I just looked it up just for the memes. The average rent in Chattanooga apparently is huh. $1,328. I don't know if that's, that's all right for bad. the U.S. or not. That's not bad at that's all, bad. actually, yeah. Uh, the average the average uh, uh, size is 942 square meters. Okay, what the fuck is that in, in real uh, units? Is that small? The square feet? You said? Or? It's, it's, yeah, square feet, yeah. Square feet, that's pretty small. Uh, like, my first apartment, I think, was 860 square feet, which was, like, uh, a small living room, a strip of kitchen, and, like, you know, a bedroom maybe a third the size of the living room. So, yeah, it's pretty small. Okay. Wow, you Americans are, are built different. Jesus Christ. 942 square foot is uh, 80, uh, 80, 87 uh, meters squared, which... Where I come from, that's a big apartment. Oh, right. yeah, it's a <laughs> apartment. Wow. Yeah. It's a very decent yeah. I live in like yeah. 55 square meters? 60? Dude, yeah. The fuck? Yeah, like what? Fine with, with a girlfriend and everything. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, I understand because in, in the US, you're supposed to like actually fucking, you know, it, it, you're going to have to commute like 40 minutes to work. Uh, unlike you or I, you up like, We also need um, a lot so of space it, for our guns yeah. to keep in mind. That is true, yeah, that is true, so, <laughs> but yeah, um, also kind of makes sense, because, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly, no, it makes sense, because the United States is, so, like, if, if people, because some people actually wanted this, the reason the United States can have larger uh, average apartment sizes is because the United States is so fucking big, and the yeah. uh, population is relatively small for the amount of uh, area that the country occupies, it's, it's the fourth largest country in the world, or some shit like that. Um, so it makes sense. Unlike when you're in like fucking Slovenia or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, it's going to have to be a bit. Uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, the uh, next point, I think, uh, is one that's also somewhat interesting and also maybe slightly less depressing. Um, the uh, first good news and the second bad news. Uh, the, uh, the first uh, that is the good news is uh, there's tens of thousands of workers within the UK that have uh, went on strike. Um, I think the strikes are over as, as of the time of, of recording this. Um, but basically, they went on strikes because of lowered wages and really increased prices. Um, interest rates have been increased. Um, electricity bills have fucking gone they've gone up insane amounts um and as a result uh mail workers dock workers rail workers etc uh have uh began to strike um this is i think the four uh the, in 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 uh, the uk right now inflation has hit the highest point in 40 years since 1982 when the, that fucking evil cunt uh thatcher was uh in power um so uh that's pretty neat i guess uh. um but also what's less neat is that because of this really bad inflation um the amount of like food insecurity uh and people not able to make rent and stuff like that in the u.s in, in the u.s excuse me uh in the uk has skyrocketed um and uh, one interesting kind of movement that's developed out of this that we'll see where it goes uh but it's called the i think they called it the don't pay um movement which is basically when uh the next electricity bill uh comes around there's trying to get millions of people basically across the uk to just not pay the bill hmm. um because then that's just kind of like as a, as a protest like fuck you um the prices are way too fucking high um and apparently that's not the first time this has been done in the uk it's been done two or three times uh, earlier um so that's just kind of something interesting but i didn't have much to, to say on this just interesting that they're striking that's going on um yeah yeah 
I've I've seen they've got a lot of like really well spoken union guys who will be yeah, harassed on TV and they'll have just such a nice, calm, level headed response. Mm. It's great. I think the US could really learn from that. Yeah, yeah the yeah, UK yeah. left is really like especially union leaders, they've they've uh kind of made it a relative policy to put uh, you have excellent organizers that you use for organizing obviously but then you don't send those dudes to talk to the press because they are experts in organizing but you have some fucking uh, wise asses in a good way uh, inside of your union send those dudes to actually uh, knock one out of the park on public television live at like 9am when absolutely everybody's watching it and it's been creating some epic fucking moments especially because yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the all of media especially big media kind of united against uh, against all the strikes especially the railway strikes and uh, the 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 UK left has just been knocking it straight out of the fucking park in almost every single one of those extremely extremely aggressive interviews uh, so mad prop mm -hmm. and again it's okay for uh, me being me with uh, PR being part and blah 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 have you don't have to send the dude that's best at organizing to talk to uh, to the public you can have a few dudes for a few things in your local organizations yeah exactly right but yeah, and, and the last point i want to say on this is the, one of the things just to put into perspective like how bad the situation in the uk and it's kind of going like this in most of europe especially western europe is uh, the and average wage is in the uk <laughs> yeah exactly winter is coming and the average wage in the uk uh depending on the source you're looking at is between like 25 and thirty thousand pounds i think thirty thousand pounds is on the higher end um and the uh what's it called the annual energy bill uh, is coming it's starting to look like it will be around four thousand pounds a year now which means that yeah that's a ridiculous fucking amount of your Piece of your of yearly shit. wage um, that you're going to have to end up paying for electricity. Um, and by the way, this is doubled from last year. So can you imagine if your electricity <laughs> bill? Fuck, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really fucking bad. Um, and uh, and, the, it's, like, the and biggest, it's a snake that eats its own ass because you go to your employer <laughs> and you're like, man, inflation is really high. Give me a salary increase. And he tells you, man, I can't give you a salary increase because inflation is really high. And you're like, yeah. what? What the fuck? Markets, they work. <laughs> Thumbs yeah. up. Dude, do you, do, do you want to know my favorite thing about this is before the official like uh, statisticians and like people who are monitoring the inflation uh, came up with their results the um, the way that uh, the, the data showed that people are actually being really affected by the prices of electricity is that um, the all of a sudden all the cheaper variants and brands in supermarkets have seen a huge <laughs> like inside huh. spike of, of uh, like increased <laughs> yeah, purchases yeah. and all the other brands have gone down the more expensive ones uh, and that's <laughs> like it just yeah, and I love how this is a thing that they they, they kind of picked out it was like oh one sector is being especially <laughs> profitable now <laughs> yeah so it's just it's just it's a fucking joke well i've got two news stories to, to kind of wrap it up on a <laughs> more positive note uh yes number one again <laughs> yeah this guy you you got me talked a little bit about him on a previous episode andrew tate has been banned from facebook and instagram so <laughs> if you don't know about this guy tldr he's like a violent misogynist who's gained incredible popularity recently among uh impressionable young men you've heard that story before um you'd be tempted to <laughs> think brilliant that businessman though brilliant oh yeah no, absolutely i mean that's i'll get to that in a sec but um you might be tempted to think that this is kind of just like rebranded conservatism like jordan peterson 
Um, but it's it's actually more insane than that. He thinks that living with a woman makes you weak, which is kind of you know against the the whole traditional family values of one man one woman thing. Um, but that difference aside, I do think uh, that Tate and Peterson, you know, both very good salespeople, do represent the symptoms of the same disease, which is uh, an unmerited victim complex among men. Uh, they sell the notion that masculinity is under assault. Uh, and there's a more nuanced discussion to be had, if we want to, about positive male role models on the left, especially. Um, but it's my opinion, at least, that banning this guy is a net positive. Um, if it's <laughs> harder for 12-year-olds to find content like his, I think that's a win. I've seen you know different takes online about people saying, oh, it's a slippery slope. If they ban this guy, they'll come and ban you. It's like they've already been banning left-wing people. Yeah. Let's just, just take the yeah. W and move on. <laughs> I, I, my only contribution to this discussion is that I have not seen a single clip of this fucking dude. I don't even know what he sounds like. Yeah. So this Obviously, is where I pat myself on the, the back. Hassler <laughs> University doesn't exist in Iraq, my man. That's why. You don't, yeah, like nobody exactly in Iraq right, yeah. is actually working uh, for Hustlers University, so they're not participating in the pyramid which <laughs> sells people <laughs> said Hustlers University in order to make a buck. So I guess he didn't get to Iraq as a market yet. But the Balkans, mm. he definitely... Nobody has made... Uh, yeah, nobody has made Sigma edits of him. <laughs> literally, literally. They put fucking, it was like yeah. his his whole model of taking the traditional pyramid and then uh, uh, genuinely applying it to social media is like I genuinely I look at it. And I'm like, how did nobody do this this successfully before? Because it's it's uh, it's self replicating. It's it's very very. Uh, financially incentivized both for the people in the pyramid and the people outwards. I guess it wasn't as successful because the the, the thing that was being sold wasn't as uh, attention grabbing. And in this case, the thing that was being sold is basically Andrew Tate, who uh, says says these insanely off the cuff fucking uh, psychopathic uh, things that then get uh, uh, a lot of views. But as we are Marxist, we need to look at everything from a systemic lens. And my kind of you know, vision of uh, of Andrew Tate, and not only him, but Jordan Peterson before him, as JT uh, said, but. The- not only the two of them, but a general global, I would even say, uh, movement of uh, misogynists is this, as we all know, like fascist tendencies and reactionary tendencies come out of times of crisis where we do not want to concentrate on the actual realistic ideological and economic causes of why we are in a tight spot in life at that current moment. And that attention is being pushed towards another group usually, but it can also be another movement, another ideology, etc., etc. And I always joked about how, you know, uh, fascists in particular, which are the highest echelon of reactionary. Uh, how uh, you know they always have to pick a certain group uh, so why don't they just and always as a joke why don't they just pick women because you know it's 50% and then you can have the other 50% hate the other 50% but because the, the 50% you want voting for you has more power in uh, in certain part certain particular societies it's going to be an absolute win-win for you because you will end up on top and you can genuinely see reactionaries moving in that direction because they've run out of space you know you can't uh, talk people uh, of uh, different races of cultures of uh, the for example the lgbtq community etc etc but you can still kind of touch on the the old school direct sexism 
if you give it a good enough uh, spin for it to be only a tool for inspiring young uh, troubled men etc etc so what i'm seeing is a genuine genuine tendency in the uh, root reactionary uh, movements that is going to eventually come to to even mainstream conservatism in my opinion is just playing it full-on misogyny these fucking bitches uh, are ruining your life the reason you're not getting laid is because uh, culture has degenerated them uh, you need to vote for our party because we're going to de-degenerate uh, the uh, the women so that you can you can get laid uh, I talked about this in plenty of episodes here and I know the boys cringe every time I say it but <laughs> literally using like if I was a fascist I would l- only concentrate on I will get you laid vote for yeah. me <laughs> and it will fucking work and Andrew Tate is the proof of my theory because he literally was like enter my fucking pyramid none of this will make any sense or help you in any way but because I told you I might get you laid or I might make you more respected by the female gaze uh you will make me some fucking money. And it fucking worked. And if a party replicates what Andrew Tate did, it could be fucking terrifying because it's yeah. absolutely possible. Agreed, 100%. He's a piece of shit and he does not need a uh, little 12-year-olds running around like Google searching yeah. how to unalive all women. That's <laughs> Anytime someone <laughs> exactly. like him pops up on the internet, they should be banned immediately. And, uh, mm. you know, absolutely. because there's not going to be any mercy from us, for, for us. Uh, yeah. but with him specifically with him and people like him it's not only the misogyny sorry it's not only uh, like the misogyny and the fucked up shit that they say but literally their business model will always keep them extremely popular on social media so even social like social media platforms should ban those types of individuals those types of organizations no matter what kind of uh, background they're coming from because it literally cheats the algorithm it breaks yeah. the algorithm so you can mm-hmm. no longer say that you're a free marketplace of youtube or of tiktok or of facebook if you let people in that literally break the algorithm which he did you know i think the my my uh, there is like a um, what's it called a cosmic justice to all this and i think this this happened with with peterson this happened with alex jones this will happen with him as well eventually is that they they enter into the mainstream they do their fucking damage right and then afterwards like this thing happens happened with ben shapiro too where they become like the sort of meme they become the butt of the joke yeah right yeah. And my favorite part right now is like this thing with Jordan Peterson where it's just like out of context clips of him crying on a stupid <laughs> yeah. podcast or it's them editing him, him into like, yeah, like what's every it? day. Yeah, 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 yeah. D- d- likewise. No, I was going to say or them editing his weird monologues into uh, what's it called? Um, video games. Uh, like yeah, Command video games, and Conquer. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the fucking Crash Bandicoot where he comes instead of the fucking man. <laughs> like this too. And this fucking up yours woke moralists. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see who cancels. This fucking shit. And this, this will eventually happen with this guy as well, most likely. Yeah. Um, so there's this this cosmic thread of justice. Inshallah. But yeah. Yes, inshallah, indeed. Uh, and now hit us with with the last uh, bit of at least semi-uplifting news. All right, David. last one. Um, China is going to forgive 23 loans in 17 African countries. So this is a continuation of a trend that's been going on since about 2009, uh, where China will cancel or restructure debt for developing countries. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's a really positive thing, and this is pretty clearly yeah. the best example yet of China's dedication to a more... Uh, mutually beneficial trade and development strategy Mm. compared to somewhere like the U.S., which is strictly predatory. Uh, This debt cancellation also comes with a pledge to strengthen trade and collaboration with Africa, as well as provide food and medical aid to 17 African countries in need. 
So I think stories like this one go a long way towards countering the very common uh, Chinese debt trap myth that the U.S. loves yeah. so much. Uh, it's just nice to see. How rich, by the way. Yeah. How, how rich, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Western Europe and North America is fucking... They didn't the only debt trap. They fucking stole and looted everything. And afterwards, yeah. debt trap. And now they have the audacity to point out a fucking... Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry, going. on. Yeah. They have trapped suppose... their own citizens. What did we talk about like 20 minutes <laughs> ago? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what are you <laughs> pointing Legit- a legitimately. finger at? Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, that's that, oh, was, yeah, that's that was pretty much all I had to say about it. I think it's very, very positive. I think it shows a good... Uh, trajectory for China and Chinese diplomacy abroad. I think the Belt mm-hmm. and Road Initiative is looking very promising. Um, and this is obviously a, a far better alternative for these developing countries than continuing yeah, to yeah. work with uh, predators like the United States. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Um, and we see this like uh, across the board. Um, not only in, 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 like in my own country, in Iraq, uh, the Chinese have been building schools as a part of like a joint initiative with the Iraqi government, but still, um, this is something that uh, is uh, uh, interesting when, when compared with the sort of uh, agreements uh, that the Americans would come with, which were basically, oh yeah, we're going introdu- to put a white guy as the leader of Iraq, <laughs> and we're going to privatize all, all your oil fields, and you guys are just going to be like okay with it, all right? We liberated you, so this is going <laughs> to... <laughs> this is the, the 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 vibe that we got from the Americans, yeah. so that's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Uh, of course, there's some people who are gonna you know always fucking give the side yeah, about yeah, this yeah. shit. Yeah, but yeah. my my perspective oh, on this sucky, is at least sucky, uh, Chinese, uh, yeah. Dick. Yeah, yeah, which, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, neither Washington nor Beijing. These are the same people, like, oh, neither, neither Washington or Moscow, but yeah. actually only Washington, <laughs> which is what this almost always boils down and to. Russia never um, said the Beijing good or Washington good. What the fuck? Liberal yeah, in the wall, yeah. stop putting words in my mouth. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly right. But it's just like at least give give the Chinese the benefit of oh, the doubt. Of course. Um, nothing. Yeah, there's n- nothing even nearly equivalent in, in levels of fucked up that any Western European or uh, or the United States uh, has done. Um, so uh, so far, uh, things are looking at least semi decent, um, mm-hmm. and it's good to at least end it off with one uh, optimistic point about the future. Hopefully, this will be the beginning of a a, a, um, a new standard of trade around the world yeah, where everything is supposed to be mutually beneficial. Is exactly right. Um, where things aren't fucking solved by shooting the fucking the the uh, an official's plane out of the sky. Although it would have been the right thing to do, and nobody would have blamed them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the poor pilot. But, come on, I feel bad about the pilot. This that's probably true. like wait, see, see, that's true. Inside. He, like, how do I get roped into this? Yeah. Yeah, some yeah, dude that's cooking poor, fucking poor. caviar for the fucking Wolf you know. Of Wall actually, Street. It's, I it's... think, I think it would have been a mercy to them because they had to be in the same space as her, <laughs> um, which I yeah. can't imagine the fucking you know right. They saw her have to be in her fucking. She's probably suspended in her fucking vat of virgin blood or whatever the fuck, <laughs> and she has to be reanimated. <laughs> 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 they fucking you know you know the old timey like electrical generators the the you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The windy ones, yeah. and they have to just put put them on each fucking ankle <laughs> and, and on her wrists, and they just shock her alive, and then she fucking animates for twenty minutes before they have to put her back in the vat. In the vat, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, th- those horrors can't be fucking erased aside from death. Anyways, this has been <laughs> a very interesting look into the into at least just some of the news uh, that uh, has been going on this month. Um, 
please let us know if you do enjoy this format. This is the second time we're doing it. Um, we have a lot of fun doing this, and I think it's, it, it's a nice change of pace from either more theory-heavy uh, stuff or stuff that's just more fun. Um, I mean, funny, less uh, information-driven. I mean, most uh, podcasts like our... this is what they do, like their four podcasts a month. We are we are very merciful yeah. by keeping it on one. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly true. Yeah, exactly. We could have uh, milked. You see, though, sorry, sorry for you see how many topics we went through? We could have milked yeah. every single one of them individually for an episode yeah, yeah, yeah. so look yeah. at the yeah, yeah, amount no, of sure. content you're getting from us my friend you know mm, yes exactly right yeah listen to the PR guy <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no honestly it's right yeah. no this is it's content true. it I'm is completely true is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Con- co- content slut uh, you go and you all Hakim are a content slut and you JT oh my god oh, you're a content likewise. slut mm. Jesus Christ that guy JT pulls out more <laughs> fucking content than BBC and Genuinely, Fox yeah, News combined yeah. man it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Really Keep doing it. He's fighting the good fight. I, I respect the troops. What do you guys say? I, I support the troops. What support, the fuck do yeah, people support say? The troops, yeah. yeah, I support the <laughs> troops. Fucking our boys in green, all right, or our boys in in, in a, a lukewarm like pinkish red. I, I've never understood what fucking color. By the way, you guys don't know this about me. I'm partially colorblind. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. So to me, yeah, it looks like a a, a shade of pink to me is, huh. is is your icon. But uh, yeah, I don't know if that's actually right. Um, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you learned something about Hakeem. Um, uh, this has been the D program. Thanks to all our patrons. I'm Hakeem. <laughs> I'm JT. And I'm Ugopnik. Up yours, woke moralists. <laughs> <laughs>